0: This is Mark Grace, and you're listening to Ready to Unload with Cal and Sandpeed.
1: To a special Ready to Unload with Cal and Sampete election night decision referendum. Islanders, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm sorry, I did it. Welcome to Ready to Unload with Cal and Sampete special edition. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about the uh referendum today in Nassau County, uh, whether the islanders will get uh the referendum passed and get a new arena. Uh, this is special election night coverage here. Uh, live from the studios in Bayside, New York. Uh I'd like to bring in uh, my co-host now, uh, the man with me for coverage of this special event. Uh, let's go to him now live in Comac. And uh, Brian.
2: Steve, I'm live outside the Nassau Coliseum right now. <laughs> and I don't know if you can hear me from behind me, there are about three die-hard Islander fans that are chanting "Save Our Arena." A whole three? I, yeah, I don't. Hello, I don't know if you can hear me. We can. We can absolutely hear you.
1: <laughs> Let's go back out live to Brian Calvi. <laughs> All right, so Cal, you should know I have seven election night themes that I was able to find today. <laughs> And we're going we're to use every one of them.
2: Steve, I have breaking news. <laughs> Nassau County voters have have voted, and they're not happy. Panda Watch.
1: <laughs> Nassau jerks.
2: Well, uh,
1: so, welcome, folks. Welcome to a special edition of Ready to Unload with Callan. Okay, enough with the shenanigans.
2: Yeah, no, this is serious business. We're this doing a, a, serious spe- business. a special election night uh, we never do a Monday night show, ever, ever. This is a first.
1: We're doing a special election night coverage. Uh, for those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about, uh, today in Nassau County on Long Island, uh, there was a special vote held, a referendum, uh, concerning the New York Islanders getting a new arena. Uh, well,
2: Go ahead, Cal. Do it. What we I want to make this clear because we we always keep talking about the New York Islanders getting a new arena, and technically it's about Nassau County getting a new arena. That's right. We're going to talk. That's that's an important distinction as we move on tonight.
1: You're absolutely right. We're going to speak to that. We're going to speak to some of the issues here. Uh, We're going to speak to some of the things that uh, uh, the voters have in mind. This was a special election that any Nassau County resident could uh, vote in or a special vote, I should say, a referendum. It's a right. fun word. Going to use it a lot. Um, and, and, it's, and it's really about the future of Nassau County, not just about the future of the Islanders. The Islanders have been out in full force, Bry, trying to get this uh, to pass. Uh, they have pulled out all the stops. Uh, we can make the argument, uh, and maybe you will, Bry, that they haven't done enough. They haven't done enough to differentiate the hockey team with Nassau County, um, but today was the vote. Uh, we're going to have uh, our buddy Scott, the big Islander fan on, Scotty Isles. Well, maybe Scotty Isles is a good name for him. Tonight it is. What do you think? <laughs> that's his name tonight. He won't call about anything else. He only feels comfortable talking on the podcast about the Islanders. But that's
2: good. We need him. Scotty Isles. It's fun to he knows he, it is. He knows what he's talking about, too. So it's... He, does. he does. And he's a Nassau resident, Brian. So he has a vested interest in what's going on today.
1: He has a vested interest. And, and of course, uh, behind the glass for a special, special RTU is uh, our buddy, Pop Culture PJ, producing. He has vowed not to speak on the program tonight. He doesn't know a Nassau Coliseum from uh, the Roman Coliseum. He he does not know. <laughs> I, he knows what a referendum is.
2: I like how you said he has vowed not to speak.
1: <laughs>
2: as if it was like, a, uh, like Yeah, as if it was... Cha- he was chased.
1: He was taking He's taking an oath. That's right. Uh, he has advised us to ask Scotty Isles about sausage as well. Should probably, probably Friar PJ. <laughs> <laughs> Yet another nickname, the Bishop Friar PJ. Um, so anyway, uh, we would like to take your calls. If you're out there and you want to give us a shout, the number to call in 424-220-1817. Uh, but this is something that's near and dear to Brian and I's hearts. And that's the main reason we're doing this. And we're very big Islander fans. This has been an 11-year process since Charles Wong bought the team. Cal, let's nutshell it for people. Who is Charles Wong?
2: Charles Wong is the owner of the New York Islanders. He uh, founded Computer Associates, large Long Island company, Yes. Okay. Uh, got out of Computer Associates, Back in the, what would it be? The mid aughts, would that be the proper yeah, way to put it? That's correct. All right. Right now he 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 uh, he's been a good owner. I mean we have to we have to say he's been a pretty good owner. He's put a lot of money into this franchise and he's lost a lot of money with this team. Yeah. And a lot of the reason why he's lost a lot of this, a lot of money with this team is because of the arena, the NASA Coliseum, which was built in 1971 or 70.
1: Maybe 70. 70?
2: Yeah. It's old. 70, 70 or 71. But Make but it no mistake. On a mistake. It's old. It's an old building. Uh it's one of it's one of the worst if not the worst buildings in the National Hockey League. Um every other arena in the tri-state area is either new or renovated. And the Coliseum is going on 40 years and and it and it's showing every bit of its 40 years right now. So what Charles Wong is trying to do is he wants a new arena built. Now, he had a very ambitious plan for a few years, the Lighthouse Plan, where he was going to completely redevelop the entire area around the Nassau Coliseum. Um, He's going to use his own money for that too, and it was a, a, a big idea that that got uh, that got voted down, or it was it was tabled, or it wasn't tabled. It was completely shot down, wasn't it? Yeah, last, last October. Yeah, after uh, seven years. After seven years, he was, yes. he was trying to get this off the ground. Yeah. And uh, so, so the backup plan, plan B, was to work with Nassau County to get a new arena to replace the Nassau Coliseum. Uh, the primary tenant, obviously, is the Islanders, but it's an arena that would be used for all kinds of entertainment events. The circus, uh, Jay-Z, um, <laughs> what just, else? Just Jay-Z? well, no all concerts. I use Jay Let me let me jump in
1: here too, Brian, because growing up on Long Island as we did, um, the Nassau Coliseum not only uh, housed the Islanders, it was also when many of us, where many of us saw our first concert. Yes. Um, this is an arena that uh, seats 17,000, 17 plus. It was the biggest venue on Long Island. Uh, you went there to see Springsteen. You went there to see Billy Joel. You went there to see the Globe Trotters. If you will, the Ice Capades. Uh, no, but it was a major concert venue. When, when a, ba- a big band uh, or, or act was playing, they would play the Garden and the Coliseum.
2: Well, um, Billy Joel is a perfect example of that. Billy Joel has a banner hanging from the rafters of the Nassau Coliseum.
1: That's correct. He's, so, he's, he's, re- he's been retired by <laughs> right, P.T. Rush concerts. You're absolutely right. I-, I can't tell you how many times Rush has probably played the Coliseum. Yeah. Tom Sawyer has floated up to those rafters many a time. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, Cal. Nobody comes to play there anymore. Billy Joel won't even go to play there anymore. That's how bad the venue is. Billy Joel did a whole series of goodbye concerts, and he didn't play the one in his own backyard that he grew up 15 minutes from. That's how bad the arena is. So... You say uh, to trying to get a new arena, and and, uh, after the lighthouse project was shot down, they came back with the idea to refurbish the uh, current arena.
2: Well, completely completely redo it. Yeah.
1: Right. Renovate it, though. Not build a new building. Renovate the existing one. Right. And Charles Wong, the owner of the island, said, unacceptable. You you destroyed my lighthouse project, and now you just want to throw me – you want me – to put in fifty million dollars or hundred million dollars to renovate the existing Coliseum. Why can't you just give me a new building? You know, or and it's not even give him, Cal. It's, there's a lot yeah, of misconceptions going around. be careful, yeah, be careful around. with that. Right. There's a lot of misconceptions going around. Um, for those of you who you know might not understand the situation, the biggest thing in Nassau County is taxes, right? Taxes are the buzzword, Cal. Right. Taxes. Long Island's broken up into two counties: Nassau and Suffolk County. Nassau County has one of the highest suburban tax rates in the country. Property taxes in Nassau County can run anywhere from $11,000 to $18,000 a year just for your property taxes. That goes to schools. That goes to this, that, and the other thing, right? Mm -hmm. So when Nassau County residents hear anything about taxes, they immediately say we're out. That's it. No chance. That's one of the reasons that this vote is going on today. Right. Okay, that this is a special referendum. It's it's too – allocate 350 million dollars for a new arena.
2: Right. And 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 let's make that clear. This vote is not voting yes or no on a new arena.
1: Doesn't get this, them an arena. No.
2: No. This is yes, we're going to move forward with looking to maybe borrow, do this, <laughs> right? Or no, you're not borrowing the money. Right. To 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 get a new arena. So we're we're a little scattered
1: here. Let's get let's get to the biggest issue here, Cal,
2: mm-hmm. as
1: you were talking about, and that is the owner, the owner, Charles Wong, does not own the land. He does not own the Coliseum. The county, Nassau, will not let him buy the land. They would not let him buy the land to develop it. That's what he wanted to do. right? And that was the lighthouse project. So at the end of the day, the biggest problem here is that the county is holding the land hostage, essentially. So it does come down to the taxpayers to build an arena that doesn't right. even take into account the township of Hempstead where the arena is. Now, what is this? Now, now let's take a step back, Cal. Okay. He has made, uh, Charles Wong has been accused of making threats saying, I will move the team saying, this is it. This is a last ditch effort, et etc. et cetera. We're, we're not going to be Charles Wong apologists here. Okay. The guy's no saint. Uh, he's made a lot of mistakes. I think he thought he was going to be able to get a new arena. I think he thought that when he bought the team, I think he thought the county of Nassau would cooperate. They haven't. Right. Um, But from a hockey standpoint, Cal, the arena is a huge problem.
2: It's a huge problem. Just like you said, from a hockey standpoint, they can't get top NHL players to come play here. Partly because of the arena. Over the last couple of years, they've, they've made offers to key free agents out on the market, and they've made the highest offer on the market, and they've been spurned repeatedly. And one of the reasons is because of, of the arena and their training facilities, it, it, the accommodations. Um, it, it's a big problem from, from a hockey business standpoint. Exactly. It's a huge problem.
1: They they tried uh, to bring in just this offseason. They tried to go after one of their highly coveted defensemen, uh, and he decided not to come here. He would rather go to Buffalo. That's how bad the arena is. He would rather go to Buffalo mm-hmm. than, than play in the Nassau Coliseum. Uh, and no offense to the people of Buffalo. It's a lovely town. Uh, but so from a hockey standpoint, it's hurting the franchise. They've been rebuilding for four years. Okay. They can't draw in the arena. People will not go out to the arena anymore. And if you can't put a good team there, you can't draw. It's a it's a, a cycle, right? It's six. Yes. So here is this guy who has said, all right, how about this? You, you shot down the lighthouse project, which probably would have been the best thing for the county going forward. It would have been a complete redevelopment of that area. Right. Now, we should – we should also preface this by telling people that people in Nassau County uh, have a ridiculously uh, – what's the word? They have a ridiculously disproportionate view of where they actually live. And that was that article I sent you yesterday, Cal. I, I'm sure you read it. Yeah. And, and, I, and I thought he uh, – the author hit the nail on the head – as far as the, the idea of where, what ideally, ideally people in Nassau County think they live and where they actually live. Right. Like they have this idea that it's this sleepy bedroom suburban community mm-hmm. and it's this bucolic suburban oasis. You know, and, and in reality, it long ago, long ago went uh, to more of a suburban urban feel. Right. If you go down Hempstead Turnpike, well, different parts of the, of the county. Absolutely. There there are still, you know, sleepy bedroom community areas there, right? Which is fine. But they 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 think the whole county is this way. It's not. It's not. And the and, and where that, the and where the Coliseum is, yeah, go ahead. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. Brian. That where the Coliseum is 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 not that. It is a place that's dying for urban development. Mhm and for a hotel and for shopping and basically Nassau County is defined by a mall.
2: Yeah, and you know what? That area where the Coliseum is, they call it the hub. It's the hub. It's the hub of Nassau County. You know, you've got three colleges, you've got a hotel, you've got a an entertainment arena. You've got everything in that area. It is and and when you look at that area, it's just—it's the Coliseum. It's an old, broken-down building in the middle of acres and acres of parking lot. That's all it is. Yeah, and it's broken
1: down. Make no mistake about it.
2: It's literally broken down. We took um, – oh, no, I went to the, uh, the Islanders draft party. That's right. Remember. Last month, back in June. And, uh, and we went, I went to sit down in one of the seats in, in the arena, and know. the seat went down to the floor, literally. Went down to the floor. My knees were up on my chin and there I was sitting watching the islanders craft <laughs> a player. Oh, I love it. So, I love it. The place is falling apart.
1: Yeah. There's more obstructed views in there than there are good seats. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> You've never seen this many obstructed views in an actual arena. I mean it's a disaster. Everybody knows it needs to be rebuilt. Now here's where the big differentiation comes. And hopefully we'll have Scotty Isles on in a bit in a minute.
2: And then we got to get to what the events of the day because right,
1: it's, it's been very interesting, in- of course. Very interesting. What's happening? Well, but it always is. I mean, Cal, they had Blue Oyster Cult playing at the rally the other day. You, you can't you, you can't make this up. Mm-hmm. Blue Oyster Cult, for those of you who don't know, is a Long Island band, and the Islanders held a rally, which was mostly union people, right. you know, people in the unions because they want this arena more than anybody because of the jobs it'll mean for them and good for it, them. It's
2: fine, it's, and some Islander fans. Right, and some Islander fans, and Blue Oyster Cult played. Right, Blue Oyster Cult was popular when the Coliseum opened. Right, That's, that's exactly right. You
1: know? yeah, they they might not have even hit the scene then. They might not have even been on the scene yet. That was maybe – they were in the beginning of their days, but I just – Yeah, I so desperately wanted uh, uh, Bruce Dickinson there to introduce them. <laughs> yes, the Bruce Dickinson. Uh <laughs> Babies, I got a fever, and the only prescription is a new arena. So vote yes on August 1st. (laughs) Uh, No, So uh, going back, and we're going to touch on the the actual events of the voting today because, as Cal alluded to, it has not been without controversy. Everything they do with this is
2: is Everything.
1: Is controversial.
2: Everything. their,
1: Their own hometown newspaper, Newsday, has destroyed this.
2: Well, that's not that's not entirely true.
1: I, I I'm gonna bring Scotty Isles on. He's thinking of canceling his subscription.
2: Well, um, so am I for other reasons. But right, I don't want to give um,
1: Charles, Charles Dolan any more money.
2: They did um they did have a favorable article in yesterday's Newsday, the right. Sunday Newsday on the on the eve of the vote. Mm-hmm. They were favorable. So after they killed it though for two months. They they have been more of the voice of the opposition. Yes, they're not they're not necessarily killing it. It's just they've been giving the voice of the opposition more of a platform. Let's put it that way. Right. Well, here's
1: the thing that, you know, that has probably not been separated out enough. And that is this is not about, for us, it's about a hockey team, but right. it's not necessarily about a hockey team. It's about a, the future of the county and how you're going to actually develop it. Right. And what happens if the Islanders leave in 2015 when their lease is up and that building is just sitting there? Right. Now, the best example, Cal, is that Roosevelt Field, which is also in Nassau County, which used to be a racetrack, mm-hmm. and closed in 1988, and wasn't taken down until 2002, and sat there unused for 14 years because the county would not let anybody develop it. That's that. It was a flea market, Steve. That's one, oh, oh, I'm sorry. My bad.
2: And it was. It was. It was a nice flea market.
1: It was a lovely flea market. You know
2: there there are probably people like what's a flea market? I know. What's a flea market?
1: <laughs>
2: There's one left on the island.
1: That's right. Well, we grew up across the street from one, so.
2: Yeah, that's a Target now. Is it? Re- yeah, it's it's like a tar. It's a Target, King Cullen, Borders. Oh, nice. nice.
1: Borders is going like, out of business. Speaking of-
2: just yeah, now Borders is gone. Right. <laughs> well, that's like the
1: line, and the line I always loved in Gross Point Blank, right? When he goes, when he goes to his old house and it's like a Seven Eleven, right, a like convenience store, and he calls up his shrink, Alan Arkin, and he's like, "Well, like you said, you can't go home, but you can shop there." <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is, right? Alan Arkin was great in that movie. Alan Arkin,
2: yeah, he's true, always great. Yeah.
1: I don't know what's uh, doing. I can't do an Alan Arkin.
2: No, that was that was like a Paul McCartney. That was. <laughs> He's not even British. right?
1: I probably can't do an Alan Arkin because I'm not a 60-year-old Jewish man. No.
2: Or Kevin Pollack.
1: That's probably why. You
2: could, you could do Kevin Pollock doing Alan Arkin. I could.
1: Do, I could.
2: Um, do so uh, you, want, you want to talk about what's going on today? Well, let's talk
1: about what's go, – we're going to have Scotty Isles in just a second. Let's talk about the What's Going Down episode of Where's My Mama. Okay. <laughs> what actually happened today was this vote. So they tried to get people to come out today and vote yes on the Coliseum. Or yes on the referendum, to... not even yes on the Coliseum. And right. But they did a
2: lousy job of, Cal. They didn't separate out the development of the county from the hockey team. That's right. And then the uh, the opposition did a pretty good job of getting the vote no uh, message out. It did. No, absolutely you know? it did. And I, I
1: feel like I feel like, once again, the Islanders' efforts here were so misplaced in the sense that they just relied on the fact that they were having this on a Monday in August. Right, and they would have all the diehards that would you know come out, and, and this team has a lot of fans. Don't get me wrong, that they would, uh, they would have all the diehards come out, and they didn't count on the fact that if you say the word taxes, you're dead in the water in Nassau County. You're dead in the water. You know, so – let, here's what we want. Let's bring Scotty Isles in. Let's bring Scotty. <laughs> I'm going to use this theme too. I don't care. Let's go, let's go live now and bring him in. Uh, he's a Big Islander fan. and uh, he is, He's a Nassau resident. He's a Nassau resident. Let's go live to the man on the street. Scotty Isles. Hi, Scotty.
0: Hello, Stevie. How are you?
1: I'm um, good. Do you like your election night theme music? It's, it's a very daily show. I like the theme music. I think that's a well-done
0: job right there. I feel kind of like uh, like Calvi did with the lead-in.
3: <laughs> We're
0: here locally in Nassau, the night of the big election. We've got results. We've got talk. We've got opinions. We're here for you, the Islander fan.
1: You want to laugh? The night of the election. You <laughs> that is that is BBC music.
0: <laughs> See, I picked right was, up on that.
1: It was completely appropriate that you were British. What's up, Scotty?
0: Ah, uh, you know the usual Long Island Railroad adventures. Weather—it's it's like a plague of locusts coming out of the sky now.
1: <laughs> there was because, actually uh, a hail coming down tonight <laughs> on the election night. It was hailing golf balls. Yeah. Right.
0: I, I was waiting for the twelve plagues from from the Bible. Now frogs. Dogs and cats living together,
4: mass Imagine. hysteria. Yeah,
0: I mean there has been so much controversy around this vote, so much politics. Democrats who were in favor of the White House switched sides immediately once it was a proposal coming from a Republican uh, Mangano. Uh, Charles Long must be thinking, I, I, I don't know what to do with these people. You are right. insane, and I can't wait to get that hell out of here. But, right. uh, you know, now we'll finally have an answer. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't particularly look good. Calvi, I think if you're uh, if you're following the the internet like I am, you know that uh, it's been strangely silent on the yes. Islanders' front. And I would have to think that if they had good news, they'd be all over it. But uh, I agree I'm thinking with that. that I'm thinking the news isn't isn't what they were hoping it would be. And, and that's so that's not a great sign. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and uh, of course it had to happen that probably the biggest constituency of voters who wanted to come and perhaps vote in favor of the Islanders, uh, got stuck at work, got stuck in the city, could not get home. Uh, and by the time they did get home because of the railroad problems, the, the polls were probably already closed. Now, uh, Snooze Day, my, my favorite newspaper in the world, is reporting that Nassau has refused to extend the voting hours. And so it seems that, uh, that that's all she wrote. They yep. They're not going to keep them open longer to let people get back in. I don't know if you guys brought that up while I was on hold or not, but
1: um, no, no, we were, we were waiting on you for that one. And, and for those of uh, for those of you just joining us, dun, dun, dun. God, I <laughs> love breaking! I love breaking news. This is so exciting. Um, right, no, but imagine, imagine just,
0: if this was something that mattered, like a real election or something. You'd right. probably feel like Tom Brokaw <laughs> breaking Bush and Gore or you Todd. Know, <laughs> that would be exciting.
1: The great, the great thing is, Scotty. At some point, we're gonna to have to get. We are gonna to have to get PJ to come on and do his Cronkite impression of the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> he does. He does the the slow taking off of the glasses, the glance back at the clock for the official time. And yeah, all the, this will uh, not
2: really. Uh, this will all right. not really translate on a podcast, right? No, no. <laughs> well, we might have. We might have to do a video podcast for that. Right? <laughs> there you if, go.
1: Hate the picture, though. But um, no. But what 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 you're talking about, brother, is. The idea that uh, Nassau County is a suburb of Long Island. Many people take the Long Island Railroad uh, into the city for work and back out to Long sure. Island to, to the. I'm, I'm going to say bucolic at least seven more times tonight. The bucolic suburb. Of One of my N- favorite words of all time, no doubt. Yeah, it's hot. Um, and tonight the Long <laughs> Island Railroad decided, man, eh, not so much with the coming home
2: during the commute. Right. So
1: and, and- going to go vote. Cannot vote, and of course Nassau County, just to really stick its foot, square up the gum of of the islanders, has decided not to extend the voting hours. So the polls close at nine. Too freaking bad.
0: Well, and here's my guess on that. It probably would have taken an agreement from both parties to extend the voting hours, since they both the Democratic uh, elections and the Republican elections. Uh, coordinators have to work together on this right. And I would, I could just envision The the conversation, you know, the Republicans Come in and say, hey, uh, I don't know if you noticed But uh, it's kind of bad out there You know, a lot of people aren't going to get the vote And I could see the Democrats going, yeah, that's really too bad Really, I, uh, I Hope you're not thinking of asking to extend the vote here And the Republicans <laughs> go, no, no, why would we Well, I mean, maybe if you want to Could we do that? And the Democrats going
3: Yeah, not going to
0: happen Enjoy Trying so, to feel and
1: and trying to feel each other out too. Like like right. uh, we've been following uh, Chris Botta is a guy who uh, writes a, a great uh, blog about hockey Islanders Point Blank. He's a fantastic hockey writer. He's on ESPN. He's on SNY TV. Uh, we follow him on Twitter, and I've been following him today. Like he is broke off. Um, <laughs> right. And his his latest is uh, so. Let me give you guys these three. Okay. Thirty-four minutes ago, he said, I'm told with a vested interest – I'm told those with a vested interest in Isles Arena vote are pleased with the turnout. They appear willing to let the vote stand. Then he wrote uh, 18 minutes ago, the polls are closed. SNY point-blank reopens. So check that out, by the way. That's uh, islanderspointblank.com. And then he said, friends, <laughs> colon – when I say, quote, I'm told those with vested interest in Isles Arena vote are pleased with the turnout, end quote, I mean all sides. So good luck. That means that, means that people wow. who are against it are pleased with the turnout. That means that people who are for it are pleased with the turnout.
0: I mean, that could be like a 50-50 split at this point, right? Or well, a yep. 51 or a 52 one way or the other. Uh, yeah. He's not really giving you a lot of information there, is he? He's kind of really and,
1: uh, and so
0: and if settled in the line there.
2: And if he doesn't know Cal, nobody knows, right? Well, I'll tell you what. There's, there's one other person that I've been following religiously today, and that's Randy Marshall, who's a writer for Newsday. Yeah. And she's, right. she's basically been going from polling station to polling station all day, and she's been reporting on what, she, what she's seeing. And the trend looked like early it was heavy no, earlier in the day, heavy no voting. And then as the day went on, it started to balance out a little bit more. I didn't get the sense that it was that it was evening out, but I got the sense that it was at least heading back in that direction towards the end of the day. But like well, Scott I mean, said... Yeah, go ahead, Scott. Okay.
0: No, I was going to say, I- I'm sorry to cut you off but of that. That does kind of make sense if you think about the demographics of the vote, right? You would tend to think that people who are home during the day, maybe uh, a little bit older, maybe retired, maybe much less likely to be in favor of uh, any additional taxation or on fixed incomes. Uh are less likely to take advantage of all those wonderful events you guys were listing at the beginning of the of the show about what a new Coliseum would mean, and so yeah, they're the ones who are going to get out, right? And then you would think the people who are working and, you know, maybe a little bit younger, maybe have uh, families that might take advantage of that, wouldn't necessarily be able to get to the polls till later in the day. Um, and just, we'll just have to see how it plays out.
2: Yep. yep, no,
1: that's exactly right, and and we can get Stephen Edie Gourmet in there. They're still alive, aren't we? Are they? <laughs> like we can get some. We can get who? Who can we get? Can we get who will do a concert there? That well, Scott, you're a Nassau County resident, right? I am. Indeed. Okay, so you voted this morning. I I think what you guys are saying about the polls is spot on, and I think the Islanders. That's why the L I double R thing. I think hurt them. You know, so much because Pop Culture PJ has suggested Eddie Mecca, otherwise known as Carmine Raguso, the Big Rizou, <laughs> uh, Could perhaps play the Coliseum he, He'd be the I only thought one to go I from rags to riches. Um, oh. I'll be here all week uh, don't, do, don't do that No, no don't do that But uh, we we sort of uh, thought that that was obvious that like uh, some of the younger people who are working during the day trying to get home, that's why the LIRR thing is a big deal. But Scott, speak to the idea of the way this was pitched to Nassau County residents as far as there were numbers bandied about as far as what your taxes would be, what your taxes would go up. I mean were they ever able to cut through the lies here or cut through the misconceptions or people just heard taxes and said thumbs down?
0: Well, I, I mean, to me, they missed some critical opportunities early on to try to control the discussion, uh, and they seemed to be unprepared from the beginning for the strength of the criticism that they were going to be facing from potential opponents of the deal. I mean, uh, it's shocking to me that, you know, Mangano, who's a pretty seasoned political operator and, and Wong has been through the wars over the last couple of years, didn't have a better plan. They didn't have a good plan of attack for, as you say, controlling the discussion, not making this all about just the Islanders, but making it about the benefits to the region of developing this particular piece of land in this particular way. Uh, I mean, they tried, right? They tried to spin it as uh, what would happen if the Islanders leave, but that information came too late in the process, right? And there were so many competing figures being tossed around, uh, you know, one number that seemed to stick was the $58 per year tax increase, and that one got latched onto very early on by the no new taxes crowd, uh, and it was constantly thrown up in the debate as, well, I'm not paying $58 a year, and that's just the minimum, and you know it's going to be more than that, and, and it was very difficult to, to talk past that because once that got into the discussion, once that became what the discussion was about, uh, it's really hard to rebut that with the positives of the, the benefits to the county and, and trying to make it a destination that people can go to and, and spend money and keep that, that discretionary income in Nassau, right? Right now, that doesn't stay. That stuff goes to the city or it goes to Jersey or it goes up to Connecticut, but it doesn't stay on Long Island, and, you know, Nassau's missing out on that. And, I mean, it seemed to me... Uh, that a lot of people, as you say, have this idea of what Nassau is that 's out of touch with reality, but it 's in their minds that Nassau is an idyllic bedroom town for the city, uh, and they want to keep it that way, even though it hasn 't been that way in twenty years in, in most parts <laughs> of the county right
1: right so and and yeah. and the other thing I think too Scotty, that they didn 't latch onto uh, is this idea that uh the revenue from all the events there. Okay, not just hockey, 11.86% of every dollar spent there was going back to the county. That's right. Why was yeah. that, that, that? That drives, it, like Cal, right? Like we were saying that to Dr. E. Ray. We were having a mm-hmm. conversation with Dr. E. Ray, uh, our buddy Dr. E. Ray Stad, uh, uh, another Nassau resident who was, you know, not a huge hockey fan, and, and his vested interest is more in his taxes, which I don't blame him. Um, and, and he had no idea that that was the case. It wasn't right. just for forty forty uh forty one hockey games. You're talking about maybe two hundred to two hundred and fifty dates a year, every dollar spent goes to the county. It would more than pay off the referendum.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, and and they could never derail the conversation into the more positive benefits. They always ran smack into the opposition like the Association for Better Long Island and the Democrats in the Nassau County Legislature and NIFA, which is the – if you don't know, that's the supervisory authority that's been appointed to try to uh, help NASA deal with its budget issues. Um, And unfortunately, that's a really powerful narrative, and that just kept being thrown back into the discussion about, well, it doesn't make any sense for the county to borrow all this money, and they're going to have to pay $800 million uh, to service the debt, and that's going to be the ultimate cost of that, and where do you think all that money is going to come from? And they left out the details like – that Mr. Wong had agreed to pay the cost overruns, so it was never going to be more than $350 million to the county, uh, that Mr. Wong had agreed to guarantee $14 million a year, regardless of what the actual revenues came in, which would cap the county's downside on that. But that uh, that never made it out really into the mainstream, right? And so, unfortunately, what we got stuck with was a, a vote on whether you want the Islanders to stick around, which is not really what it should have been. It should have been a, a vote on what you want to do with that piece of property, I have to say, though, in all fairness, I understand the no new taxes crowd. I'm one of those people who has the, the privilege of paying the highest taxes in in the country to live in in Nassau <laughs> County. Um, I get the fact that uh, any increase is a big deal, right? And I get the fact that people just don't want it in this economy, and you know, this county shedding jobs like you wouldn't believe. Uh, I get it, and and. <laughs> You know, the the Republicans just did not do a good job of putting a proposal out there that people could get behind and believe in. It was half-assed from the beginning. And I I'm surprised. That. yeah, you I
2: know half <laughs> um,
0: But it was. Uh, I mean, they came out – I don't know if you remember. When this first came out, it was uh, a big press conference with no details. There was no substance there. There was just, right. we're going to build a coliseum. We're going to borrow money to do it. Let's all vote yes for it. And immediately, 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 if not sooner – the the opponents came on and said, how can we vote for something? We don't know how it's going to work. We don't know if the lease is final. We don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know what the revenue sharing is. And, and they weren't ready for any of that. And they didn't have any yeah. of that done.
2: Yeah, it seemed, it seemed like they were very vague from the start. Like that was kind of their strategy here, was to provide as little information as possible. Like Steve said, stick the vote on a Monday in August, you know, to try to to try to flood the, flood the ballots with Islander fans. And and I think the opposition really took advantage of that strategy by going with the with the new taxes uh, platform, platform yeah, I, whatever you know stance.
0: Well, that's exactly what it was, and, and that's exactly what happened, right? So you had this nebulous proposal with pie in the sky. Oh, look how great it'll be when they out have a new coliseum. Against mm-hmm. the hard and fast numbers of your taxes are going to go up. You know they're going to pay for it. Where do you think those taxes are going to come from? Uh, yeah. You know, and that's just going to win every time. So, now let me ask
2: you something. Scott, why, why, did, yeah. why was it not until yesterday that Newsday finally published a rendering of what the new building is going to look like?
0: Uh, I don't know. I would have to think that uh, they may not have had it. Those things take time, right? And uh, they take money. You have to pay someone a lot of money to come up with an architectural rendering like that to give people an idea of what it's going to look like. And I think this probably speaks, I'm guessing here, but if I had to guess, I think it's an educated guess based on what we've seen so far. I'm guessing they didn't have it. I'm guessing that they waited too long to try to get something like this together, not realizing how much it would help. Uh, And that's the only explanation, because the other explanation is just, you know, they didn't think they needed it, which is also stupid. I mean, how could you tell people to vote for something? That picture would have been such a powerful image, right, Cal? I mean, you saw that. Right, you saw that and you thought, I want to go there, right? Yep. I, I I can't wait till that's built. I can't wait to take my family there. I want to go there. And you're right. right. To wait until the day before to put that out there so that people had something to rally behind finally is is ridiculous. It's very uh, frustrating. I don't get it. Very frustrating. You know, and and as a as a you just you watch the whole process and you really I'm an Islanders fan. Full disclosure, wanted to stay. Hope they stay. Hope I get to take my kids to games for many years to come. It's frustrating as hell to it feel so powerless to watch it just get, you know, shelled like it has been, and 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 see it so mismanaged. Right? They, they should have right. done a better job with this.
3: Very frustrating. No, with,
2: with, with, with this referendum vote, they should have done a better job with it. But I mean, you you can go back decades how they they should have managed the the, the property better. Yes. No. You know. I we, agree one hundred percent. We've watched it deteriorate slowly for the last twenty years.
0: Yeah, I, I think you guys only have an hour tonight. But if you had longer, we could go back and examine in great detail the problems that have been in place since Pickett redid his lease back in '85 and uh, gave away the concessions to SMG and, and Al Damato oh. broke it, that deal. Thanks very much, Big Al. Uh, and that basically put the aisles in a hole for the next 25, 30 years. Right, because 30 they years getting they,
2: they, right. They signed so, a 30-year 30, 30 extension on that lease. They were they were coming off of they're four their five Stanley Cups in a row. Yep. So they they figured they you know, this is this is a can't miss proposition. We're gonna great. stay here for the next thirty years, everything's <laughs> gonna be great, it's gonna continue growth. Great. And and they you know, the management, the SMG management group that, that managed that that building just ran it into the ground.
0: Yeah, unfortunately yeah, they, they did.
2: They took for granted that I, I they they took a ton for granted,
1: but they they at the time I mean Pickett is really a, sort of a bad guy here. Um, and, and, you know, let's not even talk about the, the changes in ownership over the years and the John Spanos and the, you know, the, the way the team changed hands several times and it was such a valuable commodity. It was a winning dynastic team that they could not seem to get steady ownership for because of the fact, uh, that the County owned the Coliseum and stuff. One of the things I've heard a lot, guys, maybe we can speak to it and and not that it's going to make a hill of beans, but, uh, wow. Hill of beans. Okay. So 1956 called. Um, <laughs> but not that it's going to make a difference. But one of the things that was talked about a lot was Wong not spending his own money. And why doesn't he just build a coliseum on the land or build a new arena on the land? And that drove me sort of ape uh, ape crap
3: because, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest
1: with you, you think about that from anybody's point of view – why would you build an arena on a piece of land that you don't own and that you're going to have to pay rent on or you're going to have to pay a lease on? How are you ever going to make money on that building? And how are you going to you, – you have no say in the development of what goes around it. You have no say in how the area uh, develops uh, in an urban fashion. Why would you spend $300 million of your own money on something – on a piece of land you can't own? Like yeah, I, I it's can't it's possibly fault him for that, because he's already lost two hundred and thirty million dollars on the team. That's right. And you know, uh, one, that was one of the things Dr. E-Ray, uh Cal and I were having a discussion about yesterday. It was this idea that, you know, Dr. Ray said something very uh, germane to the conversation, and that was, you know, after reading the stuff, seems like Wong is a guy who made a bad deal, and why should we bail him out of that bad deal? He bought the team. He thought he'd be able to get a new arena. And why should the, the the county residents bail him out of that deal? But that's not the case.
0: Well, I think that ignores one of the most important facts, which is that uh Nassau begged him to buy the team. And so did the oh, bottom.
1: And so did and so did Bettman.
0: That's yep. right. And so, so did Gary Bettman. He didn't he didn't know anything about hockey, but he's from Long Island. He wanted to help the region. And when people came to him and asked him, Look, you know, the Islanders have been under terrible mismanagement. Can you help us? Can you help us keep the team here? We'll get you something on the arena. We'll get you something on that. It won't be like that. He said, okay, I'll do it. And this is what he's gotten for his troubles. Now, yeah, you're right. He's made mistakes. He gave a couple of bad contracts. He uh, he kept Milbury in place too long. He's, he's uh, a little too loyal for the sports world, right? Um, he's kind of an outsider. People don't uh, don't necessarily picture him when they picture the owner of a major sports team, right? And I think people hold that against him a little bit. Um, and, of course, the team hasn't been great over the last 10 years. They've had a couple of good seasons, but for the most part, uh, they're basically the laughingstock of the NHL over the last couple now, of seasons. You now, uh,
1: you know what, though, Scott? That's only, that's only what's happened in the last four years. I was really surprised to look at this, and I'm sure, Cal, if you, you would be too. If you thought about it this way, Brian, if I said to you that he's owned the team for 10 years, He's made the playoffs four of those years. And four of those years, he's been rebuilding from the absolute ground up. You'd right. be I, I was surprised that they've made the playoffs four times in his tenure. And you sort of forget it all about the fact that he brought in Yashin and Pekka and, and Tomas Janssen. And, and he, 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 they had a good well, team. Well, I mean, He
2: brought in Yashin.
1: Come on. Yashin and Pekka. No, but they, they, they made the trades. He paid Pekka. He paid guys. I mean yes, that was did. that was a good team. Had had uh Michael Packer not gotten injured in that series, they probably would have won two series that year. Well,
2: well, but, well but he didn't get you didn't
0: injured. He got taken oh, out hi. by Darcy Tucker. <laughs> 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 wait, 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 God,
3: wait. Okay. No, Scott, wait,
4: don't, Scott, I I have something okay. for this. I, I have I'm something
1: back. for this. Wait, 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 okay. I have something for this. Hold on, hold on. Wait I think it's
3: so
4: much it it the it flames flames. Flames on the side of my face,
3: breathing,
4: heaving breath, uh,
1: breath, I <laughs> had to Cal. I had to Cal. I'm sorry. I, I, know. I, know. I know. I'm. We're trying to. We're trying to stick down. But I had oh, to. That's oh, not stick. That that sums up how Scott feels right now. Oh. Well,
0: <laughs> I, and, I, and I'm sure Calvi feels the same way. I'm sure Cal feels to, the same way. Thinking about Tucker yeah, and his low bridge.
1: Right. If right. I said Dale Hunter, we could play that clip. Um, but I'm just saying, they made the playoffs four, at, four out of those ten years, and the other four years, the last four years, they have been absolute ground-up rebuilding. Ground-up yeah. rebuilding. Where he made <clears throat> the, look, he made the backup goalie, the GM. Okay, we know this.
3: Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Excuse me. That's another media meme, a media binky, if you will, for all these mm-hmm. columnists to write about the NHL. That drives me up a wall. You could play the clip for that, too. Garth Snow is doing a fantastic job by any stretch of the imagination. He's been trying to get free agents in here. It's not his fault the Coliseum hamstrings his ability to bring in talent. He's been drafting very well. I think the Hockey News just gave us an a and on our draft in 2011, and we were the only team besides the Blackhawks to get that, which the Hockey News hates the Islanders, so for them to do it, you know he must have done a good job. Uh, Picked Grabner off the scrap heap, picked Molson off the scrap heap, found a number one goaltender in Montoya this year. He is... He's doing a great job. Let's not call him a back up again, please. please. Yeah, he's shown a lot of
2: patience in rebuilding this team. He could have very easily traded any of these kids away for a quick a quick hit and he's he stayed the course on the rebuild. You know. But he's, he's a backup goalie. He is a backup goalie, but that's Come not on. you can't but you can't say Scott, you can't say it anymore. In the beginning that was the joke. He was a backup goalie running the team. But I think that over the last five years, he's proved himself to be a very adept general manager and certainly better than the previous general manager who almost ran this franchise into the ground. Almost?
0: No argument whatsoever. It's just that common, that common theme to the media coverage of the Islanders. That just, it just bothers me. As an Islanders fan, we see it with the Jets sometimes. You guys have made a career out of saying it about the Mets. Oh, Mets, only the Mets, right? How many times yeah, do you hear that about but-
1: Hey, well, hey, hey, don't be lumping us in with the only the Mets. We make it's fun the of that.
0: Same, it's the same thing.
1: But it's we make a, fun a, of that now. We're tired of the only the Mets nonsense.
0: Well, nonsense. I'm tired of the hapless Islanders nonsense. They're not, they're not hapless. They're getting better. They're not a joke.
1: I agree, Scott. The only reason I brought up Garth Snow being a backup goaltender is because at the time, they were a laughingstock when they did it. Right. Absolutely, right. the fact that he's proved himself is great. And it's a credit to Wong that he stuck with him. But they fired Neil Smith, Scott, and, and hired their active backup goalie. He was active. He retired and the next day he was the general manager.
2: Well they didn't fire Neil Smith. Neil Smith left. Neil Smith left yes. because what? after eight, oh. after eight days he walked I, out. Cal. Why? He walked out because they wanted to they, they wanted to create this management consortium. If you remember, <laughs> they brought in Pat Lafontaine. That's exactly. To right. be part of this group, I mean, it was it was ridiculous. It was
1: Charles Wong's idea.
2: This, uh, right. was, yeah, right. The Yeah. Idea was
1: to, to reinvent the general manager position in professional sports.
0: Right. right. You know what though? If it had worked, you'd all be saying that was a great idea that Charles Wong had. Right. Sometimes you got to try things that don't seem obvious to see if they work. It didn't work. It wound up blowing up in his face like. <laughs> like so many of the things have with this team. But, right. uh, you know, out of chaos comes order, right? He got Garth Snow uh, in there, and Garth, learning on the job, has done a, a very credible job of getting this organization back to the brink of respectability, of credibility,
1: Ab- No, of absolutely playoff
0: contention year in and year out.
1: Yeah, right. I, I I think so, and I, and I think that's uh, you know we talked about it on this show uh, a little bit uh, on the regular podcast, not this unleaded version, um, <laughs> where we where we talked about how you know next year this should be a contending for a playoff spot team. Uh, there's a lot of question marks there and stuff like that, but he he should have this team contending for a playoff spot, and to to do that at the absolute floor of the cap, mm-hmm. and having to trade for guys like Brian Ralston to get to the floor, okay, just to get to the floor of the cap, they've had to trade, they just traded for Brian Ralston, and by the way, Trent Hunter was released, guys, I don't know if you saw that.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that. The Islanders are going to bring him back.
1: (laughs) Right, they're they're going to buy him, the Devils are going to buy him out, they just made that trade so they could sign Zach Reese. Wow,
0: that is is some cap shenanigans right there.
1: (laughs) That is ridiculous cap, I call cap shenanigans.
0: Ridiculous cap shenanigans. (laughs)
1: Cap cap capnanigans that's what they are But look the, here's what here's what I wanted we got about ten minutes left guys i am not seeing a uh supposedly the you know the decision could be anywhere from like eleven o'clock i i'm I've been updating the uh the n h l Isles arena uh twitter or whatever it could be eleven o'clock could be twelve o'clock when the vote is in there's four thousand absentee ballots right. Uh, and I put in 3,400 of them. So that's going to take – Voted early
0: a- and often. Yeah. I, I,
1: no, I went, I went Kennedy on this thing. I went absolutely – I went – I had uh, you know dead people voting for this. I, I, I went totally Joe Kennedy on this. I, uh, if, if there's a whole bunch of strange election results, they're going to look at this podcast, and I'm guilty. I, I went Joe Kennedy. You know, uh, era uh, the uh, Islanders get a new arena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mrs. Uh, Kate Murray, uh, tear down that wall. Uh, Kate Murray, we haven't meant – How could we have this discussion without mentioning the lovely and talented Kate Murray's name uh, here tonight? Uh, Kate Murray is a a local politician here in Nassau County, and uh, who is a pawn in my estimation, I think was a, a, uh, a chess piece played back and forth in this and really vilified, uh, for good reason.
2: She's the town of Hempstead supervisor. Correct. Correct.
1: Cal that she's the main reason the lighthouse
2: project got destroyed. She was, she was the, uh, she was the opponent. Let's say she was the face of the opposition. Right. And, um, she, she's, pro, she's probably the reason, well, she probably represents the reason why it didn't get uh, the go ahead.
1: Right. So if you're going to TP a house tonight, maybe find out where Kate Murray lives. Uh,
2: if you really yeah, want to.
0: As your legal counsel, I recommend that you do not TP <laughs> anybody's <laughs> house. And Ready to Unload Sports is not responsible for any toilet tapering or other vandalism that may be connected in any way with the Allen uh,
2: Wow. Well, without the express written consent of Major League Baseball. Right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> the, written consent, Cal. If yeah, I said
2: without, without the express written consent.
1: Right. If you have verbal consent, you're okay, though.
2: That's okay, but we haven't received that. That's right.
1: This is why he's also RTU's lawyer. He's not just Scotty Isles Did you see how fast he was ready with that disclaimer? Did you hear that? <laughs> he was. He jumped right in. He <laughs> like, at the drop of that. Ready to remove, low, cannot be responsible for a toilet paper of anybody's house. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the opinions expressed in the remote are not necessarily those of Scotty Isles. <laughs> um, so listen, we got a couple minutes left here. One of the things I wanted to ask you guys is, okay, so let's say the answer is no. Okay, let's say the vote is is a big negatory. It's Dom DeLuise in History of the World with the thumbs down. <laughs> he dies. <laughs> he him <didn't> die. Um <laughs> What happens? Is is it a foregone conclusion that this team leaves in 2015 when the lease is up? Does Charles Wong throw his hands in the air and wave him like he just doesn't care? Anyone? Uh,
0: Cal, you want to go first? I, I got my thoughts on it.
2: My My thought is that it's not a foregone conclusion that they're – I mean, I think it's a foregone conclusion that they're leaving Nassau County in 2015. It's not foregone that they're going to be leaving the tri-state area, and I think – there i think you would see a lot of people line up to try to bring the islanders into queens uh maybe even try to partner with the nets in brooklyn at the, in the new arena uh i don't i don't necessarily think it's the end of the road for the islanders in the local area that that we know long island new york city um but for nassau county that's it it's done and i think that that's i think the county is going to take a huge huge hit when the Islanders are gone And let's face it Your taxes are going to go up anyway You know one of, the, one of the voters That they interviewed Outside the polling place Said Our taxes are going up anyway Why not just get A new arena out of it You know Now your taxes are going to go up And you're not going to have A new arena
0: Calstradamus
2: I didn't do that I didn't
1: do that Brian did that That was our producer <laughs> But it was an appropriate Use of Calstradamus You got it <laughs> And seen, and seen. Uh, are Cal, you're absolutely right. Your taxes are going to go up no matter what. Why not develop the county, Scott? What happens if the vote is no? What goes on in Nassau County, and then what do you think happens to the Isles?
0: Uh, I agree with Cal. Uh, you know, sorry, I know that might be boring radio, but uh, there'll be other opportunities for long to keep the Isles in the New York area. Uh, you know. Like you said, there's been talk about the Willits Point Arena, maybe next to City Field. There's been talk about uh, the Nets maybe converting their arena and Wong kicks and some of the cost to make it hockey-friendly. You know, there's people in Suffolk who'd love to have them, right? I mean, Suffolk's got a huge population now, and almost Mm -hmm. probably more than Nassau, so there's definitely a market out there. Um, You know, but I think Wong's going to look at all of his options. He could go to Quebec. They've been hurting for a team up there since the Nordiques left. He could go to Kansas City. There's a brand-new arena Standing vacant out there for the last couple of years. It's gorgeous. It's state of the art. <clears throat> you could go to Seattle or Portland, one of the West Coast markets that doesn't have a hockey team, but would be uh, an instant rival for the Canucks and for the Kings and for the Ducks out there, you know, and, and that would definitely ease the travel for some of those teams out there. They've been talking about realignment in the NHL now for a couple of months now. He's going to have options. You know, I give it 50 50 that he stays in the New York area because too many of the options are costly. They're not perfect out here. They're going to take too much regulatory hassle. And it's easier for him to just either sell the team to someone who wants to move it, maybe a second team in Toronto. They've been talking about moving it to uh, getting a second team in the NHL's biggest market for years now, right? Um, There's going to be places he can go for that. And I think Bettman definitely has plans B, C, D, E, and F about where to put the Islanders if this thing goes flat. Um, You know, if it does pass, and you know i think we're all kind of thinking it hasn't but if it does that's by no means the end of the process right they've got to go and finalize the lease deals they've got to go get the Nassau county legislature approvals which is not a done deal at all because the democrats are still vehemently opposed to this they've <laughs> got to go get they are i mean they've got I know. to go get the they've got to go get the nifa approval for that because every any borrowing has to be approved by nifa by the county of Nassau. and that's by no means a done deal nifa's already got the knife sharpened on that they've been also, very vehement and vocal, saying this is a bad deal for the county. So, uh, you know, it, it, nothing's ever easy with this team. Same old Islanders.
1: There I'm you doing go. It now too.
4: I'm
0: doing it S-O-I. now, too. That, I'm going to head off, guys. I'll let you uh, wrap it all up. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate excellent. it. Excellent.
1: Thank you. Uh, thanks so much, Scotty. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you down the road. Maybe, you know, check in next week uh, when we do the show, and we'll talk a little bit about the yes or no vote and, and uh, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, you know, you and I obviously have talked about this a ton. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, it it really is silly that it's come to this. But unfortunately, in the town of Nassau, this is what it comes to. When you're the most corrupt local government in the country, <laughs> this is what happens.
0: Definitely top five. Unfortunately, and yep, nothing exactly. ever seems to change. Yep. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. All
1: right. Well, let's play, Thanks, Scotty. Let's play a little. That was Scott, Scotty Isles, special, special to uh, ready to unload. All right, I'm sorry, Cal, you oh, get so upset. Who I'm does? so uh, you do.
2: I wasn't upset at all. At least I was laughing. I was smiling. Oh, okay. I was a little uh, schticka- up. <laughs> Scotty on the aisle. Scotty on the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 bah,
1: squid scream, 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 scream. scream. So, basically, we've been checking the uh, Twitter updates uh, and stuff like that. There's really nothing to update. Hopefully, I got, voted... I
2: give, I'm going to give you one. Go ahead. Less, less than a minute ago from, from Randy Marshall of Newsday. Again, Again been right. following her all day. The last thing that I got for you tonight, word is late surge in yes votes. Okay. So, that's a good sign. So, that's what, we, that's what we're going to leave If, if
1: that's what you're rooting for. You know, I think the one thing – let me leave you with this, Cal, a couple mm-hmm. things. Go ahead. One thing that both you and Scotty Isles said that is absolutely key and that I've been sort of pushing is this idea that your taxes, if you live in Nassau County, are going to go up anyway. If you don't vote yes for this or, or find some way to develop that area with the Islanders involved, they're going to go through the roof, through the roof. So if it's sixteen dollars a year now for the Islanders to keep the new arena and develop that area and also create you know over twenty five hundred jobs, um, if you if it, that that arena is going to lay dormant there, it's all asbestos, all of it. Uh, no one is going to take that building down. It will sit there for fifteen years. No one will come and want to develop that area, because. Uh, because of the fact that uh, what happened with Charles Wong trying to develop it. So they saw what happened with Nassau (laughs) County. Nassau County is bankrupt. Okay. What they would have to pay the union uh, demolition team to do to take that Coliseum down, your taxes are going to go up like $150 a year. I may be making that up, (laughs) but it is. (laughs) That sounds good. No, no, but it's, it's an extraordinary high, extraordinarily high number. If you don't fill up that area. And basically, Hempstead turns into downtown Detroit, where the Silver Dome sits and somebody bought on eBay for about Mm $10,000. And that's – so my my thinking is – and I'm not a Nassau County resident. It's easy for me to say. But my thinking is if your taxes are going to go up anyway for things like roads or schools, which they always seem to anyway, why not see something tangible from the tax increase? An arena, shopping, uh, development, you know, and, and the revitalization of an area. So that's my take, Cal. Final unload on this.
2: My, and my, la- my last take on this is I agree with what you're saying, but the bottom line, and, and we have to remember this, is that this is Nassau County. The residents are voting on this. If the residents don't want to vote yes to this and they don't want to spend money on building a new arena, that's their right. It's their prerogative. You know, and 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 I respect it. I'm not a Nassau resident. I can't vote. I would vote yes. I as an Islander fan, I would want to see a new arena there, and I would be willing to pay more taxes to do it. If, if if the rest of the county doesn't want to do that, it's going to vote. It's going to be voted no, and it's not going to happen. But you're right. Taxes are going to go up anyway. Why not have something tangible? I agree with that.
1: And and, and I I totally agree, Cal. And I think it's I think to vote no or at least not explore this, because like Scotty Isle said, it's, it's not just going to go through. They're not going to break ground tomorrow right. and stick a shovel in if the vote is yes. Right. You know, it really shows a lack of foresight for the county. Like, Where do you want to see the county go? In 15 years, that is going to be completely undeveloped territory. And it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. That's suburban blight. And that drives everybody's home. You know, home properties down. I don't care if you live in uh, a nice area like Oyster Bay or something like that. You still live in Nassau County. Your taxes still go up just the same. So, look, I just, I just, uh, I just want a hockey team, Cal. That's all I want. I know.
2: Well, well, here, and now here's my last question to you. If this gets voted no, and in 2015 the Islanders leave, and we've talked about this in the past, what do you do? Do you follow them, or do you, or do you just say no to hockey? Would you become an Islander or a Devils fan, a Ranger or Devils fan? What do you do?
1: Okay, the last part of that, absolutely not.
2: Okay, I'm just throwing all options out right. there. Right. No, I Obviously. like I like your options,
1: and you will be asked to answer the same question momentarily. Okay. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. It depends on where they go. If they go to Quebec, and they're the uh, Islandaire,
2: uh,
1: <laughs> that would be awesome. Would it be great if they were the Quebec Islandaire? It would be great. And it was it was singular? <laughs> that would be so odd. <laughs> uh, I would probably root for them. I would probably follow them. Um, if they went to like Kansas city, I'm out. I'm out. Okay. okay. Um, my, my huge hope would be that they put them next door to the mess. I mean, obviously that would actually work out best
2: for a lot of
1: people. I, I actually, that's actually the, like, if it's no, you're hoping it's no. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to be online tomorrow. Usually right. a lot of people are going to be online for that. I'm going to be at the front of that line. <laughs> We're definitely wearing a sandwich board of some sort it <laughs> says bring the aisles to queens <laughs> uh, i have you know what's funny about that is i have so many sandwich boards i could use
2: i was going to say it's usually very inappropriate when you walk around in a sandwich board but this would actually fit <laughs> i have so
1: many of those
2: i i, I, I reason have reason
1: for this i have an unlimited supply of what would you do would you
2: follow them yeah i'd follow them anywhere actually and i was i've been thinking about this a lot because I'm 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 thinking that it's going to be a no and they will ultimately leave. But you know what? It's the 21st century. It's 2011. Right. It's not 1982 where you would only see them once twice a year when they come to the New York area and you'd have to subscribe to an out-of-state newspaper to follow them. Right. You know, we we have the internet, you have satellite television. You've got everything that you need to to follow a team. You just wouldn't go to a game. You know that's the only thing that you and if, and if you're okay missing you know not going missing out on, on the actual in-game experience, it, there's really nothing different than when, than following a team today. that's right so yeah no, I, that's I would, true wherever they, wherever they go i would I would continue to be a fan of theirs
1: that's true i I, uh, I I could see that no, you're right it's it's much easier
2: to do it. and if it was 1982, they have been winning Stanley Cups. And the, Well, that would hurt if they, if they left in the middle of their Stanley Cup run. That would have been tough. That would have been a, a tough blow.
1: Right after they beat the Minnesota North Stars. Right, and then they moved to... Uh, Speaking of teams that are no longer in existence. Right. Hey, uh, so that's all the time we have for this. Oops, that's the wrong one. Wait a minute. What? what? Hey, uh, are no. we starting again? <laughs> that's what I was looking for. Well, that is all the time we have for our special... You know what, Cal? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I want to do this instead. I'm going to use this one last time. If only you had a record scratch. (laughs) You have been listening to Ready to Unload, election night coverage. Decision, Long Island. Last on, Decision...
3: Arena Watch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The referendum to decide it all. Can we get uh, before we go? Can we get pop culture PJ in here one more? Hey Peach, he he vowed not to speak. No, no, we're gonna we're breaking the vow. We're past ten o'clock. Peach. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes. Tell me you're not loving this music I found.
3: I'm I'm actually a little bit jealous. You didn't know that I had that little takeout package. This is this is this is pretty spectacular stuff you have here. <laughs>
1: hey, we're going to do a show at the break of the time. We're going to talk about the NFL. We're going to talk about the Mets, the Yankees, all the trading deadlines. Uh, will you join us? Will you be you on this top culture project? With no pants on. That's the only way I'll have it. Thanks for Thanks for
3: Thanks for uh thanks for
1: Anytime God I have to Perception right now
3: <laughs>
1: Cal uh, Let's do it Tomorrow night What do you say buddy When Tomorrow night Regular tomorrow? Night. Oh tomorrow night 930 Tuesday night 930 I thought we were doing It Thursday night No
2: let's do it.
3: <laughs> Come on I'm
2: out of the Yes or no yeah, we'll do it tomorrow night so, you know, I, I envision the two of us Sitting in an anchor desk Right now Talking while The credits are In the dark That's right Shuffling our papers <laughs> Somebody's laughing <laughs> Tap at the papers Right Something, something funny Pete he, is just on the weather <laughs> <laughs> he's, le- he's leaning On the desk <laughs> <laughs> Oh god
1: If Anchorman Had just killed it I know exactly. <laughs> uh, we'll talk to you tonight, uh, tomorrow night, everybody at nine thirty for our regular Ready to Unload program.
2: Thanks, and we'll, and we'll have election results tomorrow. We'll have election results. night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>